Welcome to episode three of the Prem Pulse podcast. This is a bonus episode, a short edition, where Neil Samaru and myself, Barry O'Brien, break down a recent Sky Sports interview with Swedish footballer Alexander Isak, where he talks about his new Predator boots. He talks about his career so far and also talks about uh, his experience with some Swedish players and some of the greats from the game. So to kick off, perhaps uh, not many people listening know too much about uh, Adidas Predators. So let's just uh, quickly give you an overview on that. Neil, you are the uh, in-house expert on how this, uh, how these boots came about. I remember uh, when they first came out, probably what, back in the 90s, was it? Back in the 90s. You remember he came really famous with David Beckham wearing them and the goals he was scoring and everybody was talking yeah. about whether that was a bit bend of a... It like yeah, bend it like Beckham. Yeah, bend it like Beckham. a bit of a cheat, maybe, by putting this kind of added part onto the boot so it could actually curl the ball even more. Yeah. The story, the backstory about this, though, is quite interesting because I think it's Craig Johnson who used, Craig to, Johnson, be, um, used to be the curly-haired 80s idol of Liverpool, right? It, it, Australian player, which was rare as well. Exactly. An Australian footballer. Exactly. In the first division, as it was then. Yeah, exactly. So he, um, so the story goes, he was with his kids and so on, and they were playing table tennis, and he thought, you know, you'd spin the ball with a table, table tennis back. You know, you've got, like, right. the uh, pimply side and yeah. the flat side. So what he did, he removed the um, the plastic, the rubber, right. yeah, the rubber from bit, the yeah. rubber from the table tennis uh, bat, stuck it onto the his kid's shoe, right with some glue, and they tested it, and actually they could saw them out swerve and curl you get okay. off the ball. So I believe that is how they came to fruition. That was how the predator boot was born. Yeah. And then I guess he farmed it around. I think I don't know whether you've. Um, I think he got the patent or something like that yeah, and yeah, then sold he it yeah to, he must have I don't sold it on he's definitely yeah. made a lot of money from it so i guess he did have the oh, well, license I think so, design. That, so that's the story maybe you know maybe it's a myth there's some urban, holes in it. urban there's myth some holes in it but uh, it's a it's a fun one anyway so uh alexander isaac uh was recently interviewed with uh on sky sports in the uk um so for a lot of people uh, particularly here in the Nordic, you may not have seen this you can watch it on uh youtube but uh, we thought we'd break down uh, some of the answers to the fan questions that uh, he received. So we're going to play some uh, snippets from it and uh, break down our thoughts and opinions on uh, on his replies. So, part one. Let's give it a go. Before we get going, we are here, of course, at the launch of the Adidas boots. These are your new boots for the season, the Predators. What are your thoughts on them? I like them, uh, a bit retro, you know, from from back in the, back in the days. Yeah. So yeah, I look forward to playing in them. You're gonna be scoring a lot of goals in these. That's the plan. That's the plan. I like it. Loving the tongue as well. Right, let's get cracking. Who is the toughest opponent you've ever faced? Probably say maybe Sergio Ramos uh, back in Real Madrid. Wow, what a player! I mean, obviously you yeah. played against a lot of good players. What yeah. makes him so special? It's just very very tough defender. You know, good at defending. Plays very physical. Uh, so yeah. Of course, you've got so many great players that you've played with at Newcastle, but in your career as well, is there one player that stands out as a best teammate that you've ever had? David Silva. Well, Barry, Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos. Well, no question. Obviously, a top, top defender. Um, I thought he might go down the route of you know, one of the current Premier Leagues, Van Dijk or something. But, mm, but maybe because he's played longer in uh, Spain, Spain with Real Sociedad. And you know, playing against Real Madrid, and but Ramos is a solid player. Yeah, but you mentioned earlier, 
bit of a cheat, really, isn't it? Was a bit. Well, he kicked. He could kick out. Get a bit. It was an aggressive defender. Yeah, I mean, aggressive. You know, I think the 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 one that springs to mind is obviously the arm grab on Salah in the. Champions yeah, League final, yeah, right? yeah. When Salah came off with his arm, like, yeah, you know, that he was dislocated his shoulder or something, didn't he? That's it. And then um, he went on to lose that uh, Champions League final. Yeah, yeah. That's when the goalkeeper also got a concussion. Was it? Okay, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. So interesting one. So an interesting reply from uh, from Isaac. Um, you know, he's, as as you said, he played a long time in Spain. You'd think then, you know, with some other defenders, but uh, that's the one he went with. Mm. So, so you thinking Van Dijk would be one of the. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, th- I think uh, equally he's as aggressive, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I wouldn't call him a cheat. I think he's pretty a pretty good pro. Yeah, so, but some yeah. um, interesting reply from Cheater. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's carry what's on. the next question? Didn't I think? Oh, yeah. So he says David Silver there yeah, is just his, has... uh, one of his greatest teammates, right? Yeah, David Silver. Mm. He played at Man David City. Silver. Yeah, but he's with him at Sociedad as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that's where he went after City, isn't it? That yeah. that quality, you know, that you don't really see too often. And uh, yeah, it was a pleasure to to play with him. I bet he was unbelievable in training, David Silva. Yeah, small side of games. If you had him, yeah, in your it's a very quick yeah. skills. Right? <laughs> you want him in your team, yeah. not the opposition team. Nah, exactly. <laughs> like it. Who do you think is the greatest striker in Premier League history? Must be Alan Shearer, no? Yeah, you got to, clever because Newcastle links, yeah. Yeah, with his with his record, you know. Next up, just said, well, Alan Shearer, greatest in Premier League history. <laughs> Bullet from a gun, maybe. Remember when he took his shots? It was just like, bam. Yeah, amazing player, amazing player. Um, never won anything though, did he? Well, not he won at Blackburn to be fair. He won yeah, Blackburn, but Newcastle because they're talking about Isaac, obviously, who plays for Newcastle at the moment. And like I said, Isaac was quite smart, but I think rightly so. Alan Shearer has to be like the greatest, or not the or one of the greatest, yeah, Premiership League uh, strikers. Um, interesting story, you know, about Alan Shearer. I listen to a podcast. You know, they do this podcast on BBC with right. uh, Mika Richards and Gary Lineker. Mm. That actually he was going to sign for uh, Man United. Yeah, you know, yeah. Alex Ferguson were desperate to get him. Yeah. Went to visit him, didn't he? And yeah. uh, I think it's almost, almost all like tied up. Agreed. Yeah, 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 yeah agreed all tied up. And then, yeah. then he just changed his mind at the last minute and mm. went to Newcastle. Yeah. He'd have been outstanding at Man United, you know. He'd have won everything. Uh, Possibly. Think, you know, but he's still doing all right for himself. <laughs> all right, moving on. It says, you've played in the Bundesliga, La Liga and the Premier League. What are the main differences? I like this question. Bundesliga, I didn't really play too much, but it's quite... Direct football. Okay. Uh, Spain is uh, it's more more technical, more mm. possession. I think Premier League is it's a very very high tempo, mm. um, very fast game, uh, physically demanding uh, because of the tempo. Which is the toughest league to play? And as someone that's played in all of them, which league is is the hardest and the most competitive? Would you say? I think Premier League is the best league. Yeah. Um, but. It's it's hard to say which one is the toughest because it depends of the style of play. Uh, I think Premier League yeah is tough in a way, but I think it suits me better as well. So for me, it feels better playing here. I was going to ask you actually. That's the that's the league that suits your game the best. You think the Premier League? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think in general as an offensive player yeah. because it's very direct and you know you get a lot of chances. Uh, so I think yeah for for me it's. I prefer it this way. Have Interesting. So he was at Dortmund in Germany. Uh, just looking that he only played five times, only had five appearances. 
And he uh, went from IE Core in Sweden, Stockholm uh, club here, big club in Stockholm, IE Core. Yeah, and then uh, 105 appearances at Real Sociedad. Um, he's obviously loving life in the Premiership. I mean, he's a, he's a quick player, right? So yeah. I can tell it suits him. Um, I was, like I, like I said in our episode two of the full length uh, episode, I like him. Mm. I'm glad that someone got him. Big money, 60 million quid. They paid it, though, yep. uh, Newcastle. Yep. Thing is, though, just stepping back a bit, it's quite impressive with Dortmund, you know, how they pick up these young players. You know, they had Haaland, yep. had Izaki, who didn't play so much, Sancho, Bellingham. You know, they, they, their recruitment and what they do. And, like, I'm so impressed by some of these young players, especially the English players, deciding to leave the Premiership and say, mm. right, I'm going to play in Germany. And Dortmund, a top club. Massive Makes stadium. you wonder how he, you know, why he didn't make it in at Dortmund though really I don't know the full backstory but it'd be interesting to find out why he only made five appearances whether it was mm. just stronger players in his position and I don't know but um, you'd think he would be a you know, very well suited player for that club yeah um, but uh, perhaps just the wrong time but it seems like he made the right move going going over to Sociedad and, uh, and obviously now at Newcastle interesting just going back on his point about chances it's like you know much more open game a lot of the time in the Premier League so he gets a lot of opportunities to you know to convert and uh, that perhaps don't happen so much in other Spain where they're passing around them. Yeah. I, I think you know when you look at the quality and everybody talks about the Premiership being the best league in the world probably the most entertaining league in the world because you know if yeah. you look at Italian football or Spanish football you know they're very technical aren't they so yeah. it's different style of play uh, like you said the opportunities so I definitely understand why he's mentioned that it suits his style of play the premiership yeah because it is just fast pace mm. very offensive get get the ball so the striker gets many more chances than they do in italy uh, yeah. italy and spain where they're doing the build-up uh, as well mm. okay Ooh. next question have you mastered the geordie accent yet quite well i think yeah uh, there's still <laughs> there's still some players in the team where might might take uh, a bit longer to understand is there a like who um, Paul Dummett. Yeah. So you struggle when Paul Dummett is talking to understand Yeah. Him. Now sometimes you just have to ask uh, extra time. You know. <laughs> Say that again, Paul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, but no, nah, I think it's it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's too hard to understand. Can you give us any Geordie to that camera, YA man? Ari Orchid. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Uh, next one. Nice A lot of people asking about this. Just says, what is Slatan like in person? Mm. He's very chilled. He's yeah. like funny. With obviously with glimpses of what everyone sees, yeah. So I think he he is like that, but is he? So he's yeah. like what we see on TV is like that all the time. No, like not maybe to that level, but right. he's like for sure he has that in his personality. Yeah, because he has had some amazing quotes and moments in his career. He's, he's someone that whenever he talks, you listen. So when you're in a changing room with someone like that, is there a big presence about him? Yeah, yeah, I think and. That's quite like it's quite obvious, you know, with with the career he has and you know everything is done. Uh, so it brings a lot uh, to a team. Mm. Uh, I can imagine he did to the national team. So other than St James's Park, what's your favourite stadium to play? I want to come on to that Slatan uh, bit there. Yeah, you know, because here, we live in Sweden, right? And uh, again, I mentioned this in the kind of first episode, uh, second episode that. There's that love-hate relationship with Slater. Yes, interesting character, right? Yeah, um, I, I, li I like him. He's successful funny. guy, won tons, never won the Champions League. Yeah, but I like his attitude. Uh, yeah, he's a bit uh, arrogant, a bit un, you know, 
un-Swedish in some ways, right? Yeah, but you have to be. Is you're mm. going to be go to the top, but you know, and he, he comes out with some classic one-liners. He's he, when you watch him, him in the, interviews on the LA talk shows. When yeah, he went to LA and stuff like that. Yeah, he's, he's entertaining guy, and you know, probably a great person to have around the dressing room. Yeah, you know, he, he doesn't take anybody slacking or anything like that, right? So, no. Um, but um, I don't. I got the impression there that he's never really played with him in the national team. His last comment there was about he was probably great around the national team, but I guess they didn't uh, cross paths. That's the problem in Sweden. Where again, this is for another podcast about talking about the Swedish national team. Uh, yeah. You know, from our perspective, because they never get the young players in quick enough. But there you go. Yeah. Zlatan. It's done. Uh, so it brings a lot. Uh, to a team, uh, I can imagine. Yeah, this was the point I was making. So. Other than yeah. St. James's Park, what's your favourite stadium to play at? I'd probably say Bernabeu in Rome. Wow. Yeah. What was Who that like, like playing at the Bernabeu? Really wow. cool. Bernabeu. Mm. Impressive stadium. Great experience. Do you get more nervous when you're playing in front of an atmosphere in a stadium like that? Because that is such an iconic venue. Or do you actually thrive in those sort of moments? No, I like it. You like it? Yeah. I don't think you, I don't think you go there with... More pressure, I'd mm. say less. Really? Yeah, because playing Real Madrid uh, away. Yeah. It's like you've made it. Yeah, yeah. like you'd, you'd always expect Real Madrid to win, so I think the pressure comes off a bit. Okay. And you can relax more. Interesting. Play and how about in the, in the Premier League? Interesting point there. I just see that he says you go to Real Madrid and you're expecting Real Madrid to win because they're at home. Is that a question mark on mindset there it's like you're well, going with a loser's mentality before you even turn up I, I mean, think what he meant is like the expectation of him or the team isn't as high so you could just go out there and play in front of such a big club because like, you're expecting nothing, to lose though I've got nothing to lose though mm. I can just go out there and play play my game yeah. not feel the pressure so much for him he says mm. that uh, and you know you've got to think the burn about what is it intimidating yeah, yeah you, you, you know no, so. I thought it was very interesting to hear a professional footballer almost admitting that well if you're going away to Real Madrid, you're expecting to lose, so maybe yeah, just chill, think, chill it. And and I know he's not saying not try, but it's like no, but he's not. He's not saying that at all. He's <laughs> saying no. I, I, look, we're not expected to win, so I can just go and play my natural game. Got the pressures off my shoulders, and I can just okay. I'm going to go out there mm. and give my best. That, that burden of perhaps playing at St James's Park, yeah. where you're expecting to win every week, it's a well, different, different mentality. Can you imagine the nerves you'd have? You were there, you like you know, flapping at the ball and like yeah. scooping it and so on, and yeah. scuff shots, you know. So you just like True. right, getting a mindset. Well, what have I got to lose? Just do it, you know. Mm. So that's quite quite interesting uh, as well. That's my kind of a take on it, anyway. Yeah. At least uh, let's move on. League then is there a, is there a best atmosphere that you've played at one stadium other than St James's Park Premiership Premier League would you say Anfield is is good yeah it's very good you say Anfield would be the, the standout for, for an away team obviously you play home games at St James's yeah. Park that's the, that's the loudest for you uh, yeah probably I think the like the average level is is very high mm. in in the Premier League and in terms of St James's Park we've seen it it's rocking there all the time the fans absolutely love you there how, how much. How nice has that been for you to see that reaction from the fans and how special is it playing at St James's Park? Oh, it's very special. Uh, it gives like that, that extra energy mm. to play and it makes it more fun as well. Yeah, I think I, I don't think I ever, ever like enjoyed playing home games as I do here. So in your entire career then, this is the happiest you've been playing football, you'd say? Interesting. He's Ooh. super happy at St James's. Yeah. Loved by the fans. be interesting to get some feedback from some Newcastle get, fans and uh, get the page up you had before with uh, his stats and so on. 
you know, he's at Real Sociedad. He scored a, uh, 33 goals in 105 uh, appearances over a three-year period. This is probably out of... Uh, we're looking at Wikipedia for the latest Newcastle stats, but I would say the appearances and goals are probably not too up-to-date. But it's not yeah, up to date. yeah. To check that, but, but what they have here is 38 appearances of Newcastle, 20 goals. So happy. High ratio, yeah. yeah. Um, but all in all, a good trend, right? He's... Uh, and... Yeah, he's definitely a popular player, and uh, as we said previously, he's been injured a bit, so he's he's not had a completely you know clear run. No, but um, he's loving life there. He's, um, Do you know what about that? Loving life up in Newcastle. Then we talk about Alan Shearer going to Newcastle, and he's a Geordie boy anyway, rather than Man United. You know, man, they're football crazy, man. Mm. Newcastle is yeah, the Newcastle. City is, yeah. it, it's just solid, and, and he goes, goes on to say a bit about that. Proper it? passionate. Yeah, you know, so big respect going out to. Uh, Newcastle fans out there, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, and well. um, they're you know it, they're it, on a good trajectory. Trajectory as well. It is rocking up there when mm. when you know the noise coming out of the Newcastle Stadium, St James's Park is incredible, and they've extended it, made it bigger and bigger, haven't they, over the years, season? So it's like fifty five thousand plus. Yeah, yeah, probably at the moment. Um, you know, it's or since I came, it's been going really good. You know, for me personally, and Back in the and for the team, you know, so. Uh, it's nothing to complain about. Uh, next up, bit of a fun one. This just says, "Who is the best dancer at Newcastle?" I think, judging from from what we've seen last season, it uh, has to be Dan Burn. You give it to Dan Burn, yeah. Dan Burn, yes. <laughs> he doesn't dance a lot, but uh, I think when we saw it, it was yeah, it was nice. But when he does, you know about it. Uh, so if you had a dance off, Dan Burn takes it. Can I ask you <laughs> what your reaction was when you, you saw TikTok that? Videos yeah, it was a bit awkward. <laughs> no, it was funny. It was funny. Worst dancer? Is there one play you think he can't dance at all? I think that the level the level is quite low. <laughs> the bar is low. The bar is low <laughs> for Dan Burn. You know, being first, <laughs> the level must be low. Uh, Great answer. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not many. That's Dan it's not a high bar. No, it's not. <laughs> Next one just says, what is the best thing about the city of Newcastle? Um, I'd say the fans. Mm. Um, you know how passionate they are. It's like a really hardworking city. We know with the people here, every, everywhere you go, you either see Newcastle fans or mm. flags or, you know, anything. You always see something that has to do with Newcastle. And I think that's really special about this city. Uh, next one just says, who's your best friend in football? Probably say Sven, Sven Botman. Okay. Yeah. It's next to me in the locker room. Yeah. Um, it's a great guy. It's been a lot of time together. Okay, last question. Uh, just says, if you had to be stuck on a desert island with one Newcastle teammate, who would you choose and why? Probably say uh, Joe Linton. I feel like he has survival instinct. <laughs> yeah, he's a hard man, isn't he? You can see on the pitch, he's, he's like a warrior. Yeah. So I think uh, that'd probably be needed. Alex, love that. Thank you for the time. Brilliant. That was a great, great interview. Um, yeah. Joe Linton, I'm not a fan. He's not really, he's, uh, neither me to be He's a bit of a cheat, in my opinion, especially Cheater. in some of the Arsenal games. <laughs> yeah, just uh, dark arts and all yeah, that, dark yeah, arts. Yeah. Um, but great interview, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, that breakdown there with uh, Alexander Izak, I think. Uh, on Sky Sports. That's on Sky Sports, yeah. You can see that interview on YouTube. Um, really interesting player, and obviously enjoying his life in the UK, and... Uh, life at Newcastle United yeah and I hope you know all the best to him you know I hope he does you know continue on this trajectory you mentioned yeah you know absolutely. as well good, good lad good lad great thanks again for joining us and uh, we'll see you at uh, episode 4 
coming yeah. up true later that. in the week. True that, true that. Thank you very much, everybody. Yeah. Take Bye -bye. care. Bye.